0: I'm Joanne Johnson the host of the tipping point and that's where you are the tipping point thank you for coming back you know I love you guys so much We have the best time on this show, and I say every week it gets better and better, not to take away from our guests because they have all been fantastic, but we have another action-packed show for you tonight. We've got my friend Aaron Michael from Whistle 100. For those who don't know him, he is an amazing rock star, but one of the things that I absolutely love about my friend is the love that he has for other people and his family. Um, He's got amazing stories. He is just, he's Italian, so first of all, I'm going to love that because that's something that we share in common. Um, and he's been on my show, uh, good mood, good food, a number of times. And we always laugh about cooking Italian dishes and just how we do things. But this is a guy, if you don't know who he is, you're going to want to meet him and I don't want to wait anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him right on in. Hey, how are you? My friend. Good. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. So you, my love are joining us from the beach.
1: Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Are you not at the beach? No, and no, I'm actually at the house doing a couple of days, uh, just hanging around the house, relaxing. And then oh. we're uh, going to take the trip down to Disney World Thursday through Sunday. So we're going to oh. ask up head down there to let the kids experience Disney World this year. So we're excited about that.
0: I thought you said you guys were going to the beach this week. I didn't realize you're going to Disney
1: World. Yeah. Yeah, you no, know, we're gonna we taking the kids, flying for the first time with the kids and we're just gonna we decided to do it up big and you know, pandemic or not, we gotta let the kids have an experience and and live. So we're gonna go down there, got masks for everything, and we're we're ready to go. We're excited about it. So what did the kids say? This is their first time going. Yeah, so this would be Maddox's uh, our oldest. It'll be a second or third time, but it'd be our youngest twins who are three, their first time, and they are just, I mean, over the moon excited that all they watch is Disney, anything. And so they were talking yesterday in the car about who they're going to see, and they can't wait to see Mickey. And now they're just, they're beyond it. I don't know if they're more excited about Disney or flying. I haven't figured that one out yet. So they've (laughs) not flown. Never, never flown for the twins. Maddox flew once and he's really excited to get to fly again. So we're all excited to head out of here on Thursday.
0: So you've got the three kids, but we also know that Ashley's expecting.
1: Yep. we got a little girl. Her name's going to be Denver Rose. She's due end of April, beginning of May. And Ashley had a checkup this morning with the doctor and everything's great. Heartbeat's good. Baby's growing perfect. So we're very, very thankful and very blessed to get to welcome a baby girl into this crazy world that we have. Well, that's something good that happened in
0: 2020 for you then.
1: Yes, for sure. It was very unexpected. Uh, we had talked about maybe having one more child, but we always said, you know, if the timing's right, timing's right. Um, and we always said we wanted a girl. But uh, honestly, in my family, there's never been a girl that I, that all my cousins are guys. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's never been a girl. And so I just figured yeah, that's never going to happen with the Denisensi because our real last name is Denisensi. It's like, that's never going to happen. And when we did the uh, the um, test to figure out what, to, what I, I was blown away. My mom and dad kind of blew my brothers like no
0: way. So
1: we're all very very excited.
0: I remember you and I talked about that a long time ago. That it was yep. all boys. Oh and boy. it's funny so I and I I let the cat out of the bag was like oh yeah he's Italian so you just went ahead and you're like yeah D- yeah. Um, yeah and people don't realize they think that, that Michael is your last name but that's not how it is
1: no actually Michael's not even one of my names at all my, my real name is Aaron Denisenzi um and I have no problem saying that you know my wife's name is on Facebook uh is like actually my older brother's real middle name he goes by Josh Michael on air he's in radio as well he works in Nashville North Carolina and so uh when I came up through radio I was coming up the same channels he were he was and so people were like oh you're Josh's brother you're Aaron Michael and it just stuck and there was no reason to change it at the time and now I just it's my it's my you can call me Aaron Michael and I'll answer to it just as much as I will my last name. So yeah. Yeah absolutely. Well go let's talk a little bit Aaron for how you got into radio
0: for maybe people who don't know was that something that you always thought hey this is exactly what I want to do
1: or yeah. did you stumble in it. Well it uh it wasn't what I always wanted to do. I'll be in high school, I was really into band. I, I was in percussion and, and marching band and I thought I wanted to be like a music educator or or maybe working in like, producing music. Uh, but I quickly realized I was not smart enough to figure that out. I, I'm not, I I can play an instrument, I can play drums, but the whole mindset of music and how and how you can put, po- I, I couldn't figure that out. So I was scrambling kind of into in high school to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was working part-time at a radio station already. Um, and so the, how I got to even that point, Way back when I was little, even before I was there, my dad's a helicopter pilot. He flew for TV and radio networks in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He had the contracts for KYW News and ABC 6 and all of them. Uh, and so we grew up always listening to KYW in the car. And I can, to this day, I can sing you the jingle for KYW News Radio because it's entwined in, like my DNA. Like we'd go to visit family in New Jersey and we'd get in Delaware and turn on the station. And I'd wake up in the back of the car because I'd hear KYW and knew we were almost home to see family um and so when I was a kid I loved the movie Home Alone 2 which obviously we've all watched a bunch and he's got that talk boy that recorder and mom and dad got me one for Christmas one year and I quickly found out if I plugged headphones into it I could hear myself while talking and that was it I built a radio studio in my in my bedroom I had went and found scrap wood in the garage and built a mic stand and I would play songs off my boom box into the Uh, talk boy and make an actual radio show and then run in the living room and listen on the big stereo and how I did and make mom and dad listen to these tastes and everything. I did that for years. And so then randomly it's, it's a really weird story, but my brother got an opportunity to work for Billy Graham's radio station in Asheville. And that turned into him moving into commercial radio and, obviously i'd already been obsessed with radio but then my big brother into it that was it i was sold i was like i gotta do this and so i hung around the station enough till they offered me a part-time job of running the sound boards and driving the vans setting stuff up and uh, I knew I wanted to go to college for radio, and right before I went to college, I got the opportunity to get an air shift and one of our uh, stations, our classic rock stations, and I went to college um, to do radio with a weekend air shift that turned into a night air shift that, when I graduated college, turned into working on two of our f- uh, five stations there, and then slowly but surely came down to the Greenville market, and now I'm on 30 plus radio stations across the nation through the iHeartRadio Radio Network. So it's it's incredible to see what's happened over the past 10, 15 years for sure.
0: No, it is. And I think, you know, a lot of people, they hear you here on Whistle 100 and they go, oh, okay, he's he's one of the radio personalities for Whistle 100. They yeah. don't
1: even realize that you're actually all over the country, like you said.
0: Because yeah. Yeah, so you're in L.A.
1: too, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm coast to coast, uh, and I always say coast to coast. Top to bottom. So um, in addition to doing afternoons on Whistle, I do afternoons on 99.9 Kiss Country out of Asheville, which comes into the Greenville market. And everyone asks, how are you doing that? I'm just kind of staggered on what I how it works. I do both at the same time. But then I do uh, nights in Tampa, Florida, Austin, Texas, um, Fort Myers, Florida, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, I think that's it oh uh san antonio texas i've, I've added new stations as, as i've kind of gone along and then i do shows throughout the week in atlanta georgia and uh, cleveland ohio and uh, albuquerque new mexico and a bunch of different stations across the country as well so it's so crazy it's not, it's not the same
0: broadcast though right that's airing no in all these markets
1: shows um, i use the same can't say show prep because they're all country shows all country music shows that I do so the same story I use about Blake Shelton I can use across the, the shows which is nice for me but each show is individual specific to that market that I'm in and so my Facebook and my email is just loaded down with uh, news and, and information from each market so like I, when I look at my Facebook I have to decipher a, a breaking news story is that something locally that I need to worry about my family for, or is that something i got to worry about a show for later on? And so, like, when Texas had uh, really bad uh, thunderstorms, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was doing regular updates, obviously, worrying about their thunderstorms while worrying about possibility of snow that we were getting in Asheville and possible winter weather here. So it's it's, it's a little time-consuming, but it makes sure that I'm delivering an actual local show for that station, even without being in the market.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yes, it's. They've really made it easy for me. Um, uh, I know. Now, obviously, this year was the oddity because of COVID nineteen. Everything kind of, you know, obviously shut down. But before this year, I would go visit all my markets often. I'd go in and visit with the station. I would travel to do the shows with them and stuff like that, so I could learn more about the market and stuff like that. So hopefully, we'll be able to get back to that one day.
0: That was gonna be my next question, Aaron, is you know, because you do special appearances here, obviously in Greenville, but do you and are you required to do that like in Los Angeles?
1: No, not not required to do that for there. For Asheville, I'll go up and help out a lot because it's a 45 minute drive from my house. So I'll do a lot with ninety-nine point nine Kiss Country in Asheville with the other stations unless again obviously outside of the COVID 19 craziness if it was a big show like a lot of the stations do an end of year kind of show uh with artists and stuff like that i'll fly in for that other than that i don't i'm not required to be there no ma'am this is the coolest thing
0: so (laughs) is this well you know i know it is i mean is this super common if for radio personalities or Uh, yeah i don't think it is so you know.
1: No, it's 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 something that I've kind of been lucky to be a part of through iHeartRadio and iHeartMedia um, to get to ex- explore and and it's good to get to be in these bigger markets without having to move my family uproot because you know radio is a lot of uh, I mean one day you're working here the next day you're packing and moving to the next market uh, and luckily I I can do a lot of that without having to leave my house and <laughs> and leave my town yeah. where my kids go to school and my wife has a good job and everything so I'm very lucky and blessed to be able to do that.
0: Well, that's just it because, you know, you don't want to uproot people if you don't have to. And now with the three boys and then the little girl come in and Ashley's job and all of that is kind of like, can we just stay here? This is our hub. And then you go ahead and just take off Aaron a little bit at a time and just, you
1: know, yep. Exactly. And now, especially with COVID, we were all forced, you know, to learn how to work from home. And I, I was already building a house. We were already building a new house when COVID hit and I was building a home studio. So I had the opportunity to work a little bit more from home. So I wasn't having to be away from the family as much. So now it's worked out where everything is done for my own home studio now. Uh, which I personally like. I like being able to work in my house, walk my dogs, take a mental break in my, you know, backyard and everything. Um, uh, nothing against my coworkers, but it's nice to be able to just focus on my shows and yeah everything like that so That's the thing with
0: this job as well. You know, we, of course we have, you know, good mood, good food and empower your body. Those are both my shows that are on television, but with tipping point, I'm just like you, I'm over here in this home studio rocking this thing out and we can still keep pressing forward. And people are watching from all over the country, all over the world now, actually, at this point, it's getting kind of crazy, but it's, it's such a cool show. And we bring on the most amazing talent like yourself. And I like to do this real and raw kind of a conversation just authentic behind the scenes, because for all of you guys, we know you and we love you and, and, and your, your work and all of that. But I really wanted to give an opportunity for, Hey, let's get to know the person behind the mic yeah. or, you know, off of the stage. And it just, for and I'll give you an example. Um, there was a an artist. I don't want to say who it is. I was never really a huge, huge fan. Okay. This yeah. person is, he's a singer and he's amazing and everybody loves him. But I was just kind of like, eh, you know, <laughs> okay. It was all right. I mean, I, yeah. you know, whatever, until I saw a movie about this person. And I got to understand the inner workings of their mind and how, why they do what they do and why they act like they act. And yep. I absolutely fell in love with this artist based on this movie because it was so raw and authentic and real. Yep. And I just, I didn't want the movie to end. And and so that's kind of what we're doing here. And um, not that people don't already love you, they do, But it just kind of let's get to know you a little bit more. And one thing I wanted to chat about with you for people who don't know, I'd find it hard to believe they don't know this um, because you're so authentic in everything that you do. But your love for your family is unparalleled. And I I adore that about you, my friend, how you're so transparent with that. And, you know, you and I've talked for years. And and I remember one of the episodes. And I know you know which one I'm talking about uh, with the car.
1: Yep the yeah. car. Yes. Yeah, and- so, uh- I'll say that in my early, my 20s, graduating college and moving in, um, you know, kind of called the bachelor pad, had an apartment, me and my brother were both single, uh, we lived together because we were working together, um, there was times where it was just, I, I worked nonstop, I, in addition to the radio station, I was DJing bars and clubs till, you know, 2, 3 in the morning, and then getting up and going back to work at 8 in the morning, you know, I was just going as crazy as I could, um, I was, you know, going on dates here and there, but didn't really have any kind of inclination that want to be married or a family or anything like that, I was doing what I wanted to do, came down here uh, to Greenville from Asheville and same thing was worried about me and my career. And then God put Ashley and my wife in front of me at the backstage of a Brantley Gilbert concert. And when I said, you know, you always joke around, you hear it on movies like, Oh, you find the one, you know, and I know everyone thinks that's cheesy. Boy, it hit me like a ton of no, it, immediately. Everything was like, all right, that's it. I know what I need to do now. I know what, and so, you know, me and Ashley dated for a long time and, um, I was lucky enough for her to have her to agree to marry me. And then we just started growing up. She had a little boy already Maddox who um, quickly has become, you know, just like my child. And it, it was, it really put in perspective, you know, what I needed to focus on, but it also gave me the um, confidence to go harder in my career as well, because I knew what I needed to be able to provide for them. And so, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing in radio today if it wasn't for Ashley gently pushing me along and not pushing me saying, Hey, you got to go do this. It's, Hey, you can do this. You should do this. And then, you know, she's helped me get where I'm at in my career, but now we've got you know two little boys, uh, uh, Callahan and Paxton, in addition to Maddox and Denver on the way. It's just, it's incredible. But you're talking about the car accident. I was going through a really uh, busy time at work, and I fell asleep driving home from a work event and slammed in the back of a trash truck. And if it wasn't for, I'll say this right now, if it wasn't for the Toyota 4Runner I was in, I would be dead because that car is an incredible car when it comes to safety and, and, and uh, making sure you're safe in an accident. That car saved me the entire side of the car that hit was gone and scrunched into me. I was able to get out of the car and walk away with nothing but a little bruise from the seatbelt. I mean, I had no idea what I had hit. I had no idea. I literally just fell asleep driving home at one o'clock in the morning. and uh, you know, the first thing I wanted to do was get my wife and get my kids to the point where I uh, actually had to fight me on waking up the babies when I got home because I yeah. wanted to hold them. But, you know, and, and it put in perspective, all right, time to slow down a little bit. And I'll be honest with you, since then I have slowed down Of you know, I'm not the guy that will work all day long and go work at late night event i'm now saying hey i'm gonna go home take a nap and then i'll meet you at the event and i quickly realized that i don't have to be the guy that does everything i need to focus on what i have to do and since ashley and this kind of shown me that like stop being the guy that does everything and be good at what you're good at i've grown even more since then so yeah it was an eye-opening experience it was terrifying I mean, it took a while to get back into the car where I wasn't on edge driving every two seconds going, Oh God, what's going to happen. Uh, but luckily I've kind of got through that. And now I'm just a w- lot more cautious when I'm driving. And if I feel tired at all, I mean, I've been with Ashley and i like, all right, you drive, I'm done. I, I don't want to push anymore. And she's like, okay, great. You know, that type of deal. So
0: no, and it's true. And you were working an awful lot and, you know, yep. you were doing what you felt like you needed to be doing and all that. But God has such a way, doesn't he? Of. <laughs> realigning things and giving us another chance and you have done an amazing job of that and i know she's got to be so proud of you you know but, but 2020, Erin, too, has done that for a lot of people. You're talking about balance. And I'm like you. I mean, I run on all cylinders I'm like, OK, I got to get it done. And ever since my mom died, you know, uh, it'll be seven years ago this month, I haven't basically shut down. I'm like, I just got to keep going. She died with so many dreams in her that I just didn't want that to happen. And people are like, why do you keep pushing it so hard? And it's like, because of that. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to me one day. And yeah. I know that as we, you and I talk about that, people can identify with that. But balance is key. And yeah. so in 2020, people are like, you know what, let me um, revisit this and let me set my priorities because working ourselves crazy or, or crashing a car or, or hurting our health or any of that is not worth it. We're not going to be good to anybody. So yeah. I think in this past year, people are like, okay, here's the list of the things that I'm willing to say yes to And here's the things that are bringing me joy and making my soul sing. And here's the other list of those things that can wait.
1: Yeah. I mean, 2020 for me personally was shaping up to be one of the busiest years in radio that I'd had. We had a lot of shows in the books ready to go. We were booking some mega acts to try to come through um, and we were doing the best we could. Uh, Ashley was looking. I don't know if I mentioned this. My wife is in law school. She's going back to school to be a lawyer. He's going through that. Um, and then if you look at the world, too, I mean, not only was the presidential election on the on the horizon, but, you know, just we'll look at the holidays. We're all talking about how, you know, Taco Tuesday was Cinco de Mayo and how Christmas was on a Friday and how Halloween was on a Friday or Saturday. And everyone's talking about how, man, we're going to have these big parties. And I just really feel like God was like, everyone, you all got to slow down. And I think that, you know, 2020 is built out to be this big year. And, yeah, it was annoying. I'm not going to lie. It was a god-awful year. And there's so many uh, stories of heartbreak from losing loved ones to businesses closing and dreams being crushed and a lot of people being put into situations they've never thought they would be put in before. But I think if we can take out that negative for a moment, you can see the positivity of you got extra time with your family. If you you know, as long as you you know, as long as you're around your loved ones, but at the most time, you got to slow down for a second and really focus on what mattered the most to you, and and really for a lot of people that I know, made them realize, well, what I'm doing is not what I want to be doing, and they're taking chances and you know time to change that and make a change now, which is incredible to me.
0: Yeah, how do you want to spend the rest of your life? And that I think that's really the question. And who do you want to spend it with? How do you want to spend it? And what truly matters? And also getting your relationship. All of your relationships, including your relationship with God, right? Yeah, exactly. it's there has been so much negative, but there's so many good things too. Yeah. Um, you're expecting another baby. Yeah. Um, people have bought and sold homes. I mean, life has still been going on to yeah. a great degree, right? I mean, you know, that's yeah. a weird thing to say. I know, I know, it didn't come out right, but I know you guys know what I mean. Yeah, um, no. it's obviously, been going on, um, but. You know, it's it it is it is a hard time for all people. I know I've got friends in the hospital right now with COVID. I've lost four friends in the last six weeks. Um, we lost we lost somebody in Spartanburg, a friend of all of ours, um, just the other day. Was it yesterday? We lost him. Um, and um, and so it's it's sad. And I have you know a friend who's lost four family members to COVID. Um, it's those things that are causing us to stop. And it's made me cry, but stop and reflect and be so thankful. You know, you know, on good mood, good food, where we have our motivational minute at the end of that show, we always talk about gratitude, Aaron, but we truly have so much to be thankful for and grateful for. And we have to get up every single day. I say this all the time, but I mean it now more than ever to start and end every single day with a heart of gratefulness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, when the Christmas star showed up, you know, that Monday before Christmas with uh, Saturn and Jupiter aligning, uh, I sat on the driveway after I showed the kids and they went inside. I sat there and looking at it for a solid like, 15, 20 minutes just in all of what I was witnessing because I'm, I'm, I'm my grandfather worked for NASA. He was part of the Apollo program, so I've always had an affinity for space programs. Uh, for the space program. But watching that align and God knowing the exact timing that that was going to happen compared to, you know, I mean, th- what we saw was what the three wise men saw to lead them to baby Jesus. To me, that just is it, amazing. And it, it reminded me of how small we are in the whole scheme of things and how something we get yeah. so worked up about really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I get you may have to have that bill paid, but honestly, in the scheme of things, that's not going to matter. When it comes down to knowing that when your life is near the end you've spent it living the way you want to live it whether it's with your family or experience everything and it made me just realize that you know I feel like everybody I'm guilty of it too you know, you get caught up in politics or uh, obviously my, my my eagles like my my sports team you know horrible the horrible season and you yeah. normally Orleans- down and out about it, but I think I realized that, eh, it's one bad season, not a big deal, you know, and I realized this year it's brought into so much of focus on what matters the most and what really means versus what gets you so caught up and kind of down and out.
0: We do. We get, we sweat the small stuff, seriously.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: And there are a lot of things that warrants being upset, but how much of our day is spent on this other junk that really isn't going to matter. You remember that old saying about if it's not going to matter to you in 10 minutes, why are you giving it something like that? Why are you giving it any, any, um, heed right now and yeah. I'm I get upset like somebody will cut me off in traffic or whatever. I'm just gonna be real. I'm like you heifer. You know, I just I mean I, I am that person. I mean I'm not flipping anybody off, although I probably want to just so yeah. I, I run a morning ministry. So let's be real. I can't yeah. flip anybody off. But you know, I'm kind of like the old me wants to come on out sometimes. Yeah. But um but my my knee jerk reaction is always to be like what the heck you yeah. know and I get all upset and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, well, God's got it. I, that was a total waste of time and it doesn't matter anymore. And it's embarrassing, but you know, I wonder how many people can understand what we're saying.
1: Yeah. Even the smallest things I found myself like, you know, Chick-fil-A is always a crazy drive-through line. We know that any Chick-fil-A you go to. And I found myself just letting people in front of me because they look like they're in a bigger hurry than I am. And I, I, I'm not, right. I'm just, I did it earlier today and I was like, I never would have done that before this past year. You know, like a year ago, would have been like, "Nah, you waiting for me? I'm going through." But I think that like slowed me down a little bit. Like, "Eh, five minutes isn't going to kill me. I'm good. I can sit here five more minutes, listen to my radio or podcast, whatever. So to me, I just kind of find little things that if I see that someone needs help with little things like that, I'm just like, "I'm going to help them out." You know what I mean? That's what I've throughout this whole year in this craziness.
0: So you feel like you're not the same person coming out of 2020.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. I've, I'm, uh, I mean, my wife may argue with me, but I'm, I'm a little less tense than I was uh, going into 2020, and I just, I, that's what I want to focus on a lot in this year is, this, not even relaxing, but just kind of just thinking about things a little bit, slowing it down, and, and really thinking about how, all right, what is this going to do if I don't do this, you know, that type of deal? Does it have to be done right now? Do I have to be stressed out about it? And so that type of deal is what I really want to focus. Once I get back from vacation, obviously. <laughs> yes,
0: because you're going to need a day off when you come back
1: yeah he's so they have to take kids to disney gonna need a day to sleep and recoup that's for sure
0: That's i mean seriously with all the little kids and the traveling and everything and the excitement oh my gosh because they're going to be over the top excited about mickey and everybody and then you're going to be exhausted you know it's but it's going to be awesome
1: yeah exactly
0: so is ashley excited too or is she like totally overworked
1: right now getting ready no she's great we're getting trying to get some laundry done because she wants to go ahead and get taxes and a little thing so that way it's just easy to get there on Thursday when it's time to pack up and leave and not yeah. everyone runs in a thousand directions. So <laughs> yeah.
0: so what's next for you in radio? I mean, I can't imagine, but you're, I know you're not done like t- climbing and t- finding new things.
1: Yeah, well, uh, as far as my radio shows, we'll see what comes out of the new year, um, I'm going to keep doing the shows that I'm doing. Every day I try to do something a little different and make it better than the next. Um, My goal is to get into a little bit more of the videos aspect of it. I I used to do a daily vlog uh, every day and I got away from it just because I got busy. Um, But I think I want to get back to doing more of that. And I'm going to look at installing some video cameras in the studio to welcome listeners into the studio while I'm doing my show to kind of see how that happens and create a video aspect to my radio show. Um, I want to get A little better at uh it's weird i'm a radio guy but i don't do a podcast at all and i think it's because i talk all day long i feel like what else could i talk about but i've got some real interests outside of radio um and music that i'm into and so i'm looking at trying to develop podcasts around a couple of those things um and just finding out new hobbies i've really got into woodworking randomly over 2020 and I mean if you look at my YouTube history that's all that it trains and you and woodworking is also on my YouTube is my huge train fanatic too so I mean that's kind of the some things that I' uh, I'm looking into but that to me is the stuff that makes me better at my career because it lets me forget everything else once the work day is done and I can come back in the next day fresh ready to go for the, my job so we'll see what happens
0: so I'm not gonna let that go so woodworking um so what are you what are you working on
1: um so it all started with when we moved in. Our oh, We have a little uh, area that's for the dogs, and it didn't have a door on it. I was like, well, I need a door. I'm not going to go buy one. So I got some scrap wood from around the neighborhood because they were still building, and I built a little gate door. And that was it. Next thing I you know, I was researching how to do tables and how to uh, – I, I want to make – on the list, I need to do an entryway uh, – thing for our front door. Uh, I've got, I need to make a wood table, an actual wood workbench for the garage, which I'm going to do probably tomorrow since I'm on vacation. Yeah. And then I just actually once, um, we got a new TV in our bedroom. And so I was like, what if I made like a faux fire? I saw it on TikTok. I was like, what if I make a faux fireplace around the TV? She's like, yeah, you go ahead and do that. I was like, I'm going to do that. So I've got all the plans ready to go. And that's my goal is to <laughs> do oh, that. Right. So if
0: my husband, Jeff is watching, he's going to be so jealous because he used to do that and he made Adirondack chairs Um, and yeah. And sofa tables and all that kind of stuff. But we need to, we're trying to move. Our house is still on the market. Yes. I know that's shocking. It's been a year and a half. Uh, I don't know what's the matter with it, but it's a fantastic house. So buy it anyway. um, So he needs, he wants a whole shop because he wants to get back into that, but he also wants to get, I don't know what you call him. He wants to like turn Turn stuff. It would, I don't know how you say it. Yep. You must have bowls and things like that too. Yep. Are you
1: going to do that? Uh, I haven't gotten into that yet. I've been watching a ton of videos. I don't know if I'm smart enough to figure that out yet. But I just anything small. Like I'm not like you know. It doesn't look like it's going to be a side business for me. But if someone wants something done eventually, I mean, I'm not doing it yet. I'm still learning. I've got. Uh, I'm yeah. all. What It's weird. I'm using just scrap wood at the moment just to figure it out. So I'm not spending money on anything yet. Uh, but my father-in-law had a bunch of tools. He's like, yeah, yeah, borrow that stuff and. I've been going like crazy trying to figure stuff out. So we'll see what the next few months bring. While I keep yeah. learning, asking friends who are woodworkers, like, "Hey, how do you do that?" You know. <laughs>
0: It's just so therapeutic, though. Anything like that, and I'll tell you something super cool. And I don't know if this guy watches the show, but he's a he's a musician here in town. But he just posted on Facebook too. He was asking people for windows, like their old windows that came out of barns or wherever. And then he posted. He had them all stacked up. He's making a greenhouse out of all of these windows. And wow. I'm like, that's cool, right?
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I will have to see that. That'd be cool. That's, I know,
0: just out of scrap stuff.
1: It's something like, I don't mind, I like going in the garage and just, uh, I'm a huge podcast fanatic. So I'll go in the garage, turn a podcast on the uh, Bluetooth speaker and just start messing around and figure out what I can do and figure out, okay, that's not the way to do that. And then I'll go back and, and ask some questions to Google and <laughs> figure yeah. out. I figure out how to do what I'm trying to do. It's like, Oh my gosh, I got it. And then that moves it into the next project. And so it's, I, I'm just a very, I've always been a very hands-on learner. I like figuring things out for myself and if you can show me once I'll remember it and then I'll just fine tune it the way I need to make it work. So um, that's, that's what I hope to do this year is get better at that.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Before we go, tell everybody, cause you mentioned a podcast too. Ted, do you have a podcast?
1: I'm working on that. That'll hopefully be launched this year. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm very creative. So I've got all these ideas in my head and it, you know how it is. You've got a thousand ideas and you've got to narrow down which one is going to be the best one. Which one is going to be something that people would actually want to consume? Because, you know, you can say, oh, I'm Aaron Michael. I'm going to talk about this. One person wants to hear that. you got to figure out mainly what, you know, what. I don't want to say niche it's going to be, but kind of a niche. Like what what will people want to you know, kind of get into? So I'm trying to figure that out, but I'm on all social media um, at Aaron Michael FM on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and then Facebook.com slash Aaron Michael on air. I do have all my old vlogs on YouTube slash Aaron Michael FM. If you want to go check those out, family videos and everything. And then we're going to vlog our trip to Disney uh, this week too. So we can see the kids reaction. So I can't wait to see that. I'll be looking for that.
0: That's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for coming and I will see you soon. And we're going to go back hopefully into the studio soon. I'll let you know for good mood. Um, I don't know how soon, but you know, I don't want to jinx myself. But hopefully, <laughs> soon. Okay. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I appreciate thank it. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, this is so awesome. I just love him. Um, and like I said, we're looking to go back into uh, the studio for good mood, good food. And he mentioned podcast. I just launched the Tipping Point as a podcast, so if you go to Spotify, Anchor, um, uh, got all those, all those places, you'll get the Tipping Point. Uh, make sure you look for it; it's got that logo. Um, that's make sure you get the one jo- or Tipping Point with Joanne Johnson. And please follow us, subscribe, and tell everybody. So right now, we're on eight platforms, looking to be on more. And I wanted to tell you really quick, let me put this down here. Duke Energy, we are down to the wire. So uh, January 8th is the last day to be able to vote for tree number two for the Duke Energy um, Christmas trees. And as you guys know, because I've been mentioning it, the Joanne Johnson Media Foundation, should tree number two win, we would be the recipient of the $2,500 and we need that because part of what we do, and obviously that funds all of our shows, but it helps us with our outreach, the Voice of Hope, which helps women's voices who have been silenced. We're looking to elevate and amplify those voices and also to help people who are overcoming adversity in their lives. So please help us. Uh, we would appreciate that. And thank you to the BNI Golden Corner chapter in Seneca, South Carolina for choosing us as the recipient. So if you would um, go to duke-energy.com slash festival of treatment and vote for tree number two. Please make sure also to share all of these shows every time you see them. And if you could be so kind on the tipping points page, I know y'all are really good on the tipping points group, the tipping point slash SC, you guys are so good to converse back and forth and all of that. We need you to do the same thing on the tipping point slash upstate on the page. Um, Our shows are reaching almost 17,000 people each night. Um, We appreciate that. We appreciate all of our viewers, but we want to, we want to grow you guys. I've got huge plans, huge plans for this place. So I need your help. Okay. Okay. Um, Get in there. Make sure you like, comment and share. We don't want to get lost in those um, algorithms. It's real. It's real deal. I know I sound terrible when I say it, but it's true. So please help us to help you. You guys, it's been a wonderful time. I appreciate you so much. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Until Wednesday, be kind, be loving, be giving, and most of all, be humble.